Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Again, like every day, we're talking about how to create the life of purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with your divine gifts. In today's episode 668, and we're talking about how does it grow, yesterday we were talking about what are you creating, and so most things we create, we want them to spread or grow, right? <clears throat> I suppose if you're creating wonderful food, you want it to eat and disappear, but we're now talking about growing, and I guess it's in the context of your divine gifts and how those spread in the world. Before I had a before I did this episode today, I had a chance to be a guest on another podcast. And this podcast was hosted by a woman named Sarah Jane and another woman, uh, Enolia. And Enolia is in Africa, and Sarah Jane, I think, is in London, in England. I thought it was London. And I'd had a chance to visit with Sarah Jane before on her podcast, and she does something called vocal Reiki, which focuses around the sound of your name, and it was beautiful. She gave me a a feeling of that as she did that after our episode. And Anolia is a powerful presence to help people grow. And I would really encourage you look that you look her up. Enolia, E-N-O-L-I-A, Enolia. <clears throat> and she helps people. She's a shaman. And I say shaman, even though she's a woman, because she said shaman, so uh, I don't think it's shawoman, shaman, uh, a, um, you know, a healer. And she talked about a fabulous story that plays right into my heart today. Now, recently I finished a book on forgiveness, uh, and the, the subtitle is A Journey of Courage to a Place of Freedom and Power. And today was an hour long with uh, Sarah, Jane, and Anolia talking about forgiveness. And it was because of the book, but everyone was contributing hugely with their insights, their wisdom, their experience, their teaching, and their understanding of not only what forgiveness is, but the power that it brings to our lives. And Anolia told a story that I want to repeat here, and I told her I was going to use it. I didn't tell her when, and it didn't occur to me, but she talked about a, a way to illustrate the weight of forgiveness. And one of the things I talk about in the forgiveness book is all the backpack full of rocks that we carry when we carry around the energetic baggage when we don't forgive, whether it's forgiving ourselves or forgiving someone else. Because forgiveness is really a solitary exercise. It's between you and God, and it's simply a choice to get rid of the energy around some past event, no matter who did what to whom. Anyway, she told the story about her work uh, becoming a shaman, and she was in the desert, a desert track or something, for some time, and 
the, the person, the, the grandfather that she was with told her to go get a rock, and she went and got a little pebble, and no, 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 bigger rock, so she brought back another rock, and no, 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 much bigger, so then she brought back a rock that was really big, like maybe as much as she could carry, and, uh, you know, okay, good. She was all proud of herself bringing back the rock, and then <clears throat> she went inside the house. Her and this other, I think another woman were taking this this trip in the desert, and the shaman was in, or the grandfather was in the house across the road. <clears throat> anyway, when they went in to cook, she got ready to put the rock down, and Grandpa told her, no, you can't put it down. What do you mean? No, you got to do your work with holding it. Oh, man, that was really hard. You know, she's trying to cut some food and do some things. And, you know, take a bath, you know, go to sleep, prepare food, do everything, carrying this giant rock around. And she had to do that for three days. Obviously, at the end of three days, when he asked if you're ready to put it down, she was just grateful. Like, can't even describe how grateful to put this rock down, right? And the illustration, of course, was the weight of the needless sadness. In this case, it was forgiveness, anger, resentment, negativity a person carries. And I want to talk about that in, a, in the context of creativity, because yesterday was what are you creating, and today is how does it grow? Now, seeds... Seeds are tiny, and, you know, Jesus in the New Testament talked about a grain of a mustard seed, and I've seen pictures of those, and they're really tiny. And I use that because I think he used it, too, because it was one of the tiniest of seeds, and then it grows into a great big tree. And the, the gift that you have to share with the world, whatever you're creating, your unique voice, your divine gift, your source of prosperity, cash, money, business, love, light, growth. That source always starts small. It starts small with all of us and has to grow. But the point of the story about the rock is if you're trying to grow something, I don't care what it is, and you're carrying around this big rock, you can't do it. And so this is an invitation that I'm extending to you as you think about how your work is growing how your prosperity is growing, how your business is growing, how your relationships are growing. How many rocks are you carrying? <clears throat> Let me give you some examples of rocks besides the forgiveness one, which we were talking about specifically. Are you carrying the rock of I was disadvantaged? Are you carrying the rock of I'm too old or it's too late or I have too many responsibilities? Are you carrying the rock of, oh, I just don't have the energy or I this or I that? All those are victim things. You know, they're blaming external circumstances, just like you would if someone did something to you, but maybe it isn't a thing someone did to you, but it's just stuff that's not going your way. I want to invite you deeply to, to share this moment with me because I have done that. I can't tell you how many days, weeks, months, even years I did not create all the good and power that I could in the world because I was simply carrying rocks I didn't need to carry. I was carrying blame and baggage and disadvantage and unfortunate this or resentment toward others who seemed to have better breaks or better opportunities. And, you know, the, the deal, if only, if only, oh, if I only had this, if only that, oh, that's, you know, that whole energy, I promise you, will not let your gift grow. It'll keep it from growing. Now imagine this tiny seed trying to grow up out of the ground as a sprout, and it's just big old honking rock hanging there tied around the top, right? It's not going to grow. Now, the parable of the mustard seed 
in the New Testament in scriptures, I think, talks about this tiniest of seed growing into this awesome big tree and the birds lodging the branches and there's, you know, all kinds of benefits, shade and everything else. So here's the invitation for me and you. The invitation is whether you think you know exactly what your gifts are, whether you think you have clarity around your perfect gift, just start Start growing right now. Start serving. Start doing things. Like you will discover clarity faster by getting in action and moving forward doing something way faster than you will searching for clarity. I promise. I know that because I've done both and I've helped people that have done both. I have a client who spent a lot of time, well, I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't want to waste time doing the wrong thing, and so the hesitation costs months and even years of action not being willing to step forward, and and that is gone now, but such a burden for a period of time. So what is your mustard seed? What is that tiny idea, that tiny thought, that hopeful thing that's in your heart? I challenge you to write it down right here, right now. Write down. And if you're driving your car, pull over and get out your note thing. What is the mustard seed? That tiny idea that you have that is something that calls to your heart. It's something that will benefit and bless others' lives. And there is always a way to turn it into business if that's what you want to do. I want you to write it down, and I want you to then think about it, because after you identify a candidate seed, see, people wait until they want to find the exact seed. Well, they waste too too much time. Plant the candidate seed, get in the practice of nurturing and growing. You get all kinds of benefit from that. You get in the habit of nurturing. You get in the habit of being dedicated. You get in the habit of creating results of doing, I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it, which we've talked about as the second cadence. How it grows is learning the process of growth, creating discipline, which is dedication around a given outcome. Some people say discipline is reminding our ourselves what's important. So I don't care what if you know exactly what your mustard seed is. I certainly didn't. When I had the divine intervention in 2007, walked away from a 30-year career and off into the you know, sunset, essentially, there it is, beautiful sunset behind me, wrong side, that side, if you're watching the video. I had no idea what I was going to do. For the first year, I just did some music, and then I wrote some uh, books on meditation, and I didn't pick the idea of creating a coaching practice and becoming the ultimate catalyst for personal transformation until I'd messed with many seeds. And in the process of planting And growing the seeds, I learned discipline. I learned connection to purpose. I learned how to meditate and connect with the divine. I learned to find my own voice of expression. You have a voice. It's important and it matters. So whatever your candidate seed is that you've written down, plant it. Your invitation right now is to plant that candidate seed. One of the things I say about clarity is clarity is overrated. It is not found. It is created. 
If you're in a fog and you don't know which way to go, start going in one direction. And when you'll see, pretty soon you'll see, is it foggier or clearer? You'll know if it was a good idea. Okay, that's way better than just standing around hoping someday the fog lifts or somebody comes in with a basket and says, here's your thing. So plant your candidate seed, water it, work on it, tend it, serve with it, sell it, whatever that is. Now, my wife is a perfect example of that. She has so many things that she's interested in, and she'll try them and try them and try them, and she'll save the ones she's good at. And you know what that's done? That's made her pretty good at many things and really good at several. So if you want to find that thing that gives you purpose, then plant your candidate seed. The title of today's episode, How Does It Grow?, is really the focus here. Because after you plant the candidate seed, if you ignore it, it'll die. Duh, no surprise. Seeds grow When we water them, when we weed them, when we give them the nutrition they need, that's not a mystery. So what about the seed of your divine gift and talent? Well, watering a seed in that context might be studying. It might be practicing. I have a client right now that talks about the number of reps he's done in his particular discipline. And he says, without any hesitation, he's out-repped anybody he knows. Well, I believe him. He's really good at what he does, and so he's outrepped them. And guess what? He has absolute mastery of that skill, and he's figured out new ways to apply it, how to sell it better, how to love people with it, and all kinds of good stuff that came from doing the reps and taking care of the candidate seed. Now, I have a coach I worked with in a mastermind for a long time, and he talked about the light of your attention or your time and attention. And I always like to add a third piece to that, time, attention, and love. Here's how it grows. Wherever you put your time, attention, and love, that thing will grow, period. If you put your time, attention, and love in a garden, you'll grow a beautiful garden. If you put it on a relationship, that relationship will develop and blossom. If you put your time, attention, and love on developing your own intuition and your relationship with the divine, that will blossom. If you put your relationship on finding clients for your coaching practice, that will blossom. If you're struggling with any particular thing, you're struggling with a health issue, weight or nutrition or illness, put your time, attention, and love on that. My wife, again, is a fantastic example. When anything happens, she's the best researcher online I know. Within an hour or two or even a day, she'll come up with all kinds of things to understand, to learn, to try, to do, and all kinds of knowledge about it. Why? She puts some time, attention, and love in it. And sure enough, the knowledge, the solutions, and the opportunities all explode. So yesterday we talked about what are you creating. And today, my invitation to you is if you want to create a life of purpose, prosperity, where you have a rich life that feels prosperous in cash and in relationships and in love and in joy, put your time, attention, and love on it. The time, attention, and love you spend developing your divine purpose, discovering, developing, and principally serving with your divine gifts, planting your candidate seeds, and then watering, weeding, and nurturing them. Time, attention, and love. 
Trade away social media time, binge watching anything else. Focus, time, attention, and love is how your gift will grow and how you will be able to create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Start with your heart.